0: How's it going, everyone? Welcome back to a brand new story. Today, we have a story of the quiet kid who ends up completely owning slash destroying the bully. It's a really great and satisfying story, and especially the bully's a pretty bad guy, and it's just such a a good satisfying ending to this story, and it's one of those karma stories that you just have to watch. So sit back, relax, uh, leave a like in the video to claim your free nothing, and let's just jump right into it. So we're going to call the subscriber who submitted the story Elvin. So anyways, there's a bully in Elvin's class that would pick on everyone, and we're going to call the bully Liam. I know, I'm not actually calling the secondary character Ben, well, because I'm going to use Ben for another character later on. But anyways, Liam, the bully, would basically, he was a jerk to everyone, he was notoriously not, like, a good kid, but for some reason, he was always invited to things, and everyone was always friends with him. I don't know if you guys can relate to this, but sometimes, like, the worst kids, especially in middle school, would always somehow be super popular and friends with everyone, even though everyone, like, mutually agreed that they didn't like them. I was always really confused by this, but anyways, right? So Elvin and his friends had to deal with Liam for the longest time, and Elvin had a friend group, and it was a couple kids, and one of them, being this kid, who we're gonna call The Quiet Kid. We're not gonna give him a name, we're just gonna call him The Quiet Kid. Elvin and his friends really liked The Quiet Kid because when he did speak, you know, he was, he was cool. He was a good guy. He was, like, had very solid intentions. He was very, like, uh, he was fun to be around. However, he just never spoke, really. He not only never really spoke in social interactions, but he never spoke in class. And he, and he really just stuck with Elvin and Ben, the other kid, and one other kid in their friend group. So it was very much like nobody knew of The Quiet Kid. They really only knew him as The Quiet Kid because he never really spoke. But Elvin saw through kind of, like, the veil of not really talking and knew that this kid was a good guy, so gave him, the, like, the chance, basically, to be part of the friend group, and they're really glad that they took that chance because it turns out he's a really cool guy. So anyways, the, uh, the bully, Liam, right? This all started... It didn't all start. Liam's been a bully for a while, but things started to get bad New Year's, or, like, New Year's of the year that the story happened, which was a couple years ago. Anyways... They were all having New Year's party because let me just uh, let me actually clarify. These guys are like seniors in high school, soft juniors in high school, whatever, when this story starts. So they have a New Year's party and this is a New Year's party where none of the parents are there. So it's a kids only New Year's party. They're old enough in high school that this isn't unreasonable. It's not recommended and I certainly don't recommend it. However, it's not unreasonable for this to happen. So, at this New Year's party, there are a lot of drinks that, uh, you know, aren't water-based. Some of them are made of, uh, you know, uh, special juices that, alcohol, right? Okay, don't blow me up, YouTube. I mean, I'm not going to beat around the bush. You all know what that means. Um, So, anyways, yeah, there's a lot of, like, alcoholic beverages there. And uh, the thing is, right, when you're hosting one of these parties, you really do need to, like, kind of... You don't need to, but it's definitely good to watch, like, making sure no one is you know, having too much of something, because when someone has too much of something, they can really become a liability. Either they can become dangerous, or they can become a danger to themselves or other people, right? So it's always important to look after this. However, you know, uh, this all took place at uh, Elvin's house. And uh, Elvin, at this time, was still cool with Liam. It's very weird, and Elvin looks better, reflects on this, and is kind of questioning why Liam was even invited in the first place. But it was kind of like... Elvin invited a bunch of other people from his class. It wasn't simply Elvin's close friend group. He kind of wanted to have a, like, a class-wide New Year's party. Obviously, he didn't invite every single kid in the class, but anyone he was kind of friends with or friends of friends. And since Liam was popular, Liam was kind of friends of friends of everyone else who was invited. So for some reason, it just genuinely felt weird for Liam not to be invited, even though it was, like, universally known that no one really liked him. It's a very strange dynamic that you'll probably only see in high school or middle school or just times where like the social dynamics are really just skewed, really skewed and messed up and very strange. Anyways, so Liam gets there and, uh, you know, they're all having a fairly good time. They're all chatting it up. Things are pretty good. But at some point, Liam has a little bit too much to drink or maybe he doesn't, but it would be more it'd be better off if he did for the behavior he's about to. For the be- It would explain it better for the behavior he's about to, to do, right? So anyways, um, Elvin is sitting on the couch with uh, the quiet kid, actually. And they're just having a little conversation. Quiet kid doesn't do super well at parties. It's not that he doesn't, do, doesn't like them. He always enjoys showing up to them. However, he very much just sticks with his friend group of Elvin, Ben, and one other kid who just... I'm not giving a name because he doesn't need one as he doesn't have anything special coming up in the story. Doesn't mean he's not a special guy, you know. He's, I'm sure he's great or whatever. But Elvin and the quiet kid are just sitting on the couch together and they're just having a conversation. They're talking about, I don't know what they're talking about. They're talking about something. And that's when one of the girls comes up to Elvin. She basically explains to Elvin that Liam is acting very creepy to some of the girls at the party. And let me just say that as like a guy who's hosting the party, it is 100% your responsibility to make sure that everyone there is feeling safe. I know that some people might disagree with me being like, oh, everyone like, has, uh, right, has to like, I don't know, has to stand up for themselves, everyone has to you know, fend for themselves or whatever. It's like, no, no, not in this case. First of all, in, in these situations, I think it's always important for anyone to stand up. And I think oh, it's always kind of put on you to be someone who can stand up and make sure everyone's feeling safe. But especially if you're the host of said party, right? it is somewhat your responsibility, if not 100% your responsibility, to go in there and to make sure everyone's feeling good. So when Elephant hears this, he feels like kind of this pit in his stomach start to form, because he knows that there's going to be some form of confrontation, because he knows for a fact that Liam has had too much to drink, and whenever someone has too much to drink, they're kind of their, uh, their reasoning and their logic definitely goes out the window. That's 100% for sure. So anyways, um, Liam, Elvin goes downstairs, because this party, the, he had like a two-story house that also had a basement, um, and apparently a bunch of the people went down to the basement, because the basement was kind of refurbished, it wasn't like a basement where you just threw a bunch of stuff in there and never went down there, it was like refurbished with like a couch and sofa or whatever, and it was a place where Elvin and his friends would go down quite often to hang out. So we went down there, and there's like some girls standing at the corner, like a talking with each other and when elvin walks down they go up to him and basically say what the other girl said and elvin's like yes thanks for letting me know i'm sorry if anything happened Uh, someone else actually just informed me of this i will be dealing with this shortly so elvin walks over and the quiet kid is walking behind elvin because he wasn't going to sit on the couch alone and he was kind of curious to see what was going on but elvin is walking over to the couches and he sees Liam talking with this like girl and she's very obviously uncomfortable and maybe if Liam wasn't as inebriated as he was, he'd be able to pick up on the social cues. However, either way, it doesn't matter. He was still making her feel uncomfortable. I don't know if, she's, if he was trying to make some moves that weren't requited right. I don't know if he was just saying real, really weird stuff or if it was just he was being super like into her and she was clearly being super not into him and there was some kind of disconnect. Either way, you know, Elvin, like, sits down on the couch. He's like, hey, man, how's it going? And Liam kind of turns around and is, is like, bro, stop trying to cock block me, bro. Uh, I'm raising her up right now, bro. And uh, Elvin had to be like, hey, man, like, I, I don't I don't think she's into it. And Liam's like, what do you say to me? What do you mean she's not into it? Of course she's into it. And, and like Elvin just looks over at this girl and it could not be more clear that she was not into it the way her facial expressions, her body language, the way that she was responding to Elvin, it was abundantly clear that she was not into him, right? But either way, Elvin had to go on to be like, actually, you know, I don't, I I think you're a little drunk at this point. I wanna make sure everything goes down smoothly. Maybe it's time to wrap up the party. And, you know, Liam's like, so everyone's going right now? Elvin's like, yeah, people are gonna be leaving kinda soon. And Liam's like, oh, okay, whatever. So Elvin kind of guides Liam up the stairs because he's, you know, he's had a bit to drink, so he's kind of, like, fumbling around the place or whatever, right, That, like that. And, you know, Elvin's moving him up the stairs, and he gets to the door. And Liam turns around, and he looks around. And it is almost, it is very clear that the party is not done. Even as drunk as he was, it was fairly obvious That people were, you know, cracking open new beverages. They were talking with each other. They were not getting their stuff together and walking to the door like Elvin was guiding Liam to the door. So Liam kind of turns around and says, this party isn't ending. And Liam's like, yeah. Or Elvin's like, yeah, but might be for you. You're a little bit too drunk right now. Let's let's, let's get you home, right? So Liam did come with a friend, and the friend was, like, very sympathetic to what was going on and was uh, very in agreement with Elvin that it was a very good call to get him home at this point. So it was only like 11 or something. Gets him in the car. Liam is not super happy about it, but what is he going to do? And basically, right, uh, Elvin at this point assumes that there won't be any issues with this. He kind of just assumes that, you know, Liam, you know, had a misjudgment call, multiple misjudgment calls, and that, you know, sometimes when people are all like, just a little life lesson, right? Uh, hopefully you can get something from the Connor Bugs channel, but, uh, basically, right, you know, sometimes when people drink too much, they, or under the influence of literally anything, they will make bad choices, and you, as the responsible one, have to make sure that they make the right choice, and they might be very disagreeable, they might be very angry and upset with you when they're in that mindset, but i found that, like, nine out of ten times that the next day, when they've come back to, like, a normal person... They will be so sorry, they will be like, you were so right, I'm sorry, thank you for doing what's right. And the only times that they don't is because they're so embarrassed about what they did the night before that they either don't wanna talk about it or they're just, they're dragging their feet on the topic. Look, at the end of the day, you always need to do the right thing in these situations. And Elvin in this case, just assumed that Liam was gonna not care and the next day either not, probably not say anything about it because Liam wasn't the type of guy to be like, bro, you were so right, thanks for doing the right thing. That really just wasn't the type of guy that Liam was. Liam was definitely the more of the whatever man, but you know. But apparently, Liam was not very happy about this. So a couple days go by after the party, and Liam doesn't say anything directly to Elvin, right? They're, they're not beefing, but it's also not clear that Liam's not unhappy with them because they never speak in school. So it's not super obvious that Liam has any issues with him either way or if if Liam doesn't, right? They don't normally speak in school or anything like that. And after, it's about Tuesday, right? And the party happens Saturday night. It's about Tuesday when Elvin's driving into school and he just gets a whiff of this really gross smell. It's kind of this like rotting, decaying, like, it's like something died in his car type smell. Little did he know there was something dead in his car. That wasn't just an analogy, oh, it smells like something died in his car. No, something died in his car, and that's why he was smelling it. So he kind of like, he pulls the car over on his drive into school, right? Um, or he po- pulls in the parking lot. Either way, he pulls over to check it out. And he's just like, something's really messed up. I'm smelling something really awful. Like, I got to figure out what it is. He's like, did I run over some animal? Did some squirrel die in my, like, radiator or something? Which really only happens in the wintertime because squirrels tend to, at least in the area I live in in the northeast, where it gets pretty cold in the winter, squirrels will try and find warm places for the winter, and unfortunately, sometimes... Parts of the car are very attractive to them, and they get in there, and then they pass away, right? It's it's unfortunate, but that happens sometimes. And you need to deal with it so your car doesn't smell like rotting carcass for the next eight months, especially when the summer rolls around, and that starts to ferment and heat up, and it's just not not really great. So anyways, he goes back there, and eventually he pops the trunk. I think he looks in his car, under his car for a second, make sure nothing, like, got ran over and got really gross. But he pops the trunk of his car, and he sees... This, like, dead, he, it's, he sees this, like, big, dead uh, skunk just sitting there. And it's, like, very clearly the skunk didn't go in because there wasn't an easy way for it to go. Like, it's, like, very small animals could potentially go up the exhaust pipe. But this was a massive, this was a big old dead skunk, right? It had not crawled in. It had been placed in there. So Elvin was like, whoa, this is really weird. So he's like, okay, um, noted. He like this. It's gross. He finds a bunch of sticks on the side of the road, and using two sticks as if they were like big chopsticks or whatever, he's able to eventually move the uh, the the deceased carcass out of the back of his trunk. And he's like, all right, I gotta spray this down. I gotta clean this up. But I also need to check the cameras like of my car because like he had like a ring light or whatever those cameras were like for the last like thirty six hours because. This seems intentional. I doubt that something, it's impossible for something to crawl in here. This feels almost intentional. So eventually, after school, I mean, he tells his friends about it at school. They're like, dude, that's weird. Like, lol. Like, that's crazy, bro. Whatever, right? And eventually, he goes back home. He gets some spray, cleans the whole thing up, whatever. And then he goes on the Ring app, which is like the camera app. And he's going through the last 36 hours. If you don't know, that's a lot of footage. It doesn't record everything. It only records when there's kind of like movement or whatever. And uh, his car was parked outside, and I guess the trunk wasn't locked, which, you know, Liam has been... In, oh, not sorry. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Elvin. Elvin has been in, like, a bad habit of just not locking his trunk or whatever. And he sees on Sunday, Sunday night, so a day after the party, right, he gets... he's going through all the ring notifications or whatever, and he almost swipes past this video. He almost swipes past this recording. When he just lets it play for another second longer... And he sees Liam in the frame. Liam lives about 20 minutes away from him by car. So this is very strange because this was a day after the party. There's no reason for Liam to be at his house. And he also wasn't told that he was at his house. It's not like Liam was walking by the neighborhood and he just happened to be caught on camera. It's very obvious that Liam made it a thing to come all the way over here. So at this point, Elvin's very, like, tuned in. He's like, okay, what's going on here? And he's watching and he watches as Liam has some has a black trash bag and he goes to the back of Elvin's car pops the trunk dumps whatever's in the trash bag closes the trunk and then leaves Elvin was completely shocked at this point cuz he didn't feel as if a, a skunk crawled into his like his trunk cuz it was very there's no way for it to so he didn't think that that was what it was and it almost felt intentional But at the same time, when you see proof that it is intentional, it's almost like you're in a state of disbelief that someone would do it for that reason. So, immediately Elvin's, like, trying to think, like, why would this kid do it? It's not as if we're super close and he thought this would be a funny prank or whatever. This is very clearly an act of aggression um, because, like, I did... uh, And why would he target me? And Elvin was thinking about it, and he's like, the only thing I can think of is when I, like, told him to leave early because he was super drunk, but... Everyone was in agreement with me on that. Like, it very obviously wasn't a bad call. So, Elvin decides that the next day in school, he goes up to Liam at the lunch table, who's sitting with his friends. He's like, yo, dude, can we talk for a second? And Liam, who kind of immediately knows what this is all about, is like, oh, you must have seen my, my practical joke. Do you think it was funny? And Elvin's like, I mean, not really. I, it, it stunk up the car, i i i don't know like could have told me about it like a day in like then it might have been funny but i don't, I don't know i kind of wish he told me and liam's like bro you can't even take a joke like that's so funny dude like it's funny guys right and he turns to like his friends at the table and they're like oh yeah man that's hilarious and he's like yeah bro they all think it's funny like just to take a joke next time and elvin's like okay he wasn't gonna press about like why he did it he wasn't going to say, are you mad for me kicking him out? Because Liam would have definitely been like, bro, what? I don't even remember that. Like, why would I care? I was just pulling a joke on you. But it's very clear to Elvin and the, that the whole situation was because he was kicking him out, right? So Elvin goes back to the, to like the lunch table and he ex- after, because he explained it all to his friends and he said he's going to go confront Liam, right? So they're all just talking about it. And they're just like, how is like Liam accepted by everyone? How does like everyone quote-unquote like him? Like, we all know that they don't like him, right? <laughs> it's really weird. So this next story, or not this next story, this next occasion of Liam being the worst, right, uh, happens about s- four months later or so. And by the way, for the last story, the quiet kid has witnessed the entire thing. So this is important for building up to the end of the story because as the quiet kid is seeing Liam's progression, through all the damage he does to his friends, right? Anyways, four months later, there's another guy in Elvin's and the Quiet Kid's friend group who we're going to call Ben. I called him this a little while ago, but now he's the main character of this arc of the story. So anyways, once again, this was like, was it four months later? It was like the day of summer. It was like school got out on a Friday and they had like a summer party Friday night. So it was like the day that school got out. Everyone was super hyped. This was really big. I don't know if it was graduation. I don't know if they were seniors. I don't know if they were juniors. And it was just simply the last day of Friday night or the last day of school. Um, And it was also Friday night. But either way, there was a big party to celebrate. And this party wasn't hosted by Ben Elvin, the quiet kid, or anyone in their immediate friend group. Um, This was hosted by a mutual friend um, who was in the grade who they all kind of liked and uh, this mutual friend was still cool with Liam at this point Elvin even though it would have been a little bit awkward would not have invited and still would not invite Liam to any future events that he would put on however this event was not put on by him or the quiet kid or any of his friends this is put an event put on by like mutual friend who is still friendly enough with Liam to invite him so Ben had a girlfriend of like six months right and uh, they had been together for a while, and things were going really well. And the girlfriend was in the grade with them, so the girlfriend was also invited by proxy to the party. She showed up. Things were going pretty well. Since it was, it was like all outdoors. It was around a bonfire. It was in this kid's backyard. It was really good vibes because it was the first day of summer. Everyone was really excited just to like, you know, we're done with schoolwork for a while. We got a second till we start our summer jobs if we have one. Because it's, like it's like that kind of transition period from school to summer. You normally at least have a week or a couple days at a minimum, right? So everyone was just really good spirits. And uh, once again, I think Liam either had too much or he was just inherently a jerk. I don't really know. Either or doesn't really matter. But Liam started to hit on Ben's girlfriend at this point. And it was very clear that, look, here's the thing. There's a very, there's a difference. It is kind of a nuanced difference for sure. But there is definitely a difference between having, trying to be friendly with someone who you know is in a relationship. Because you can be friends with the, like a different gender, right? You can be friends with a different gender. My two of my five best friends are girls, right? So I think you can experience something in a real, in a friendship that you can't get from someone of your own, like, you know, gender, right? I I just, I believe that. So there's nothing wrong with that. I think it's good to have a mix of friends, right? However, there's also pretty clearly just certain vibes and the way that you approach someone and have a conversation with someone and speak to someone that it's much more clear that you're trying to, you're not trying to be their friend, you're trying to get in their pants, to put it very bluntly, right? And it was very clear that Liam was hitting on Ben's girlfriend. This the way his his body language, the things he would sl- say, the compliments he'd be giving her. It was very clear, right? This was the kind of the the the, the Liam p- girl pickup guide handbook textbook, whatever, right? This was his kind of thing that he would do, and everyone kind of knew it. And it was very weird. And like Ben wasn't concerned because he knew that like his girlfriend wouldn't cheat on him. He was kind of staying in the immediate vicinity because he was like this is a little weird and if he tries to make a move on her i don't want things to go south you know what i mean so he was kind of paying attention to what was going on and uh elvin and the quiet kid were kind of standing in the corner talking with each other and they look over and elvin's like to the quiet kid he's like dude like look at liam hitting on like ben's girlfriend that's so weird like he knows that she's in a relationship right And, uh, you know, the quiet kid says, like, one of the few things he says for the entire night to Liam is, like, well, I mean, like, I guess Liam, or it's not to Liam. The quiet kid says something to Elvin first thing, like, the entire night. He's like, I bet Liam's the type of guy to say just because there's a goalie doesn't mean I can't score. You know what I mean? And uh, sure enough, that was 100% Liam's intention. And Liam, at this point, actually goes in to try and, like, make a move a little bit. Definitely makes more of a physical move. He doesn't, like, go in and, like, immediately kiss her and press her against a wall or something insane, right? But he starts to make a move, and it's very clear what his intentions are. And uh, Ben's girlfriend kind of backs up. It's like, whoa, whoa, I'm, like, I'm not feeling it like that. I'm in a relationship. And Liam is very, like, because, look, these things can happen. You can misread someone's vibes, and they can say no, and that can be very, very uncomfortable in the heat of the moment. Um, but at that point, you just got to respectfully be like, oh, I'm sorry, it's my fault, I read things wrong, have a good night, and then move on, right? But Liam took it very, very personally, and this is when Liam started, like, cussing this girl out, like, it was really out of pocket what he was doing, he was being like, you're just, I, I don't want to go into it specifically, because I, I want YouTube to like, (laughs) like this video, right, but just imagine just, like, berating her with a bunch of insults, which is... It's just pretty low blow. It's like, yeah, I get it. She wasn't into you. But first of all, maybe she was into you, but just cared about like being in a relationship and holding that sacred. Like, is there anything wrong with, you know, holding that important? I I don't know. Like, but anyways, it was very clearly an issue. Ben walked up to Liam and was all like, dude, you can't be saying that to my girlfriend like that. I want you to apologize. And Liam's like, I'm not apologizing to anyone. And gives Ben a little bit of a shove, right? And the thing is, right, Liam was a fairly big guy. Wasn't as if he worked out a ton. He was just a bigger guy. But he also wasn't like, I don't know, mobility scooter. He couldn't do anything. He just had a much larger presence. And Ben just simply didn't have that presence. So in a fight, Ben would 100% lose. So unfortunately, right, you know, Liam kind of pushed him, gave him like a smirk, and then moved on. He just walked over somewhere else. And at this point, the quiet kid was just noticing to himself the way, he was just noticing, he was witnessing the way that Liam treated other people. And at this point, the quiet kid knew that if something was to happen later on, that, you know, little, little did everyone else know, little did Liam know, the quiet kid is definitely not going to be the one to be messed with, as you guys will see right now. Real quick, if you made it this far into the video, comment quiet down below. That's the secret word of the day. This is like the farthest I've gone before asking for the secret word of the day. This is also a little bit of a longer story. I thought this was a pretty good one that you'd enjoy. Uh, By the way, these stories will be on Spotify, if I remember. Uh, Submit these stories to my Instagram or Twitter. They're both in the description of this video. And uh, also follow my TikTok. It's in the description, Connor Pugs. It, yeah, I put my short-form videos on there, and you can support me by watching them on there as well. Finally, the best way to support the channel is to watch this video till the end and then binge-watch more videos after this. So just go ahead and watch another story after this one and then watch another one. And let me know in the comments section how many videos you have watched today or plan to watch. I'm genuinely curious. And in the pinned comment down below is a storytime playlist to help, that make the, to help make that process nice and easy. Anyways, let's get back to it as the kind of the climax of the story where the quiet kid destroys the bully in a pretty crazy way and I know you'll enjoy it. So let's jump right into it. So now we're going a month and a half later or so. So we're much farther into the like we're we're we're, we're month we're much farther into the summer. And there's another party. And once again, it's hosted by someone who is friends enough with Liam that he's invited. And also friends with Elvin, Quiet Kid, and that group. So once again, if Elvin or the Quiet Kid, which Quiet Kid would never host party, but if Elvin was to host one, Liam would not be invited at this point. Them, like Quiet Kid, Ben, Elvin, and the other kid, they, they all hate him at this point. They didn't like him before, but now they have good reason to dislike him. But anyways, once again, Liam is there. And he's just being obnoxious. He's just being a jerk. He's just being one of those kids. He's just doing stuff. That is it's just like, damn, bro. Like, wh- why? Like, why do you want everyone to hate you, practically, at this point? Because he wasn't make. He was not doing... He was doing himself dirty, right? He was kind of, like... He- I-, I don't even have an ex- exact example. But just think about, like, just stuff like that. Like, being really obnoxious. And it all went downhill for Liam. When he bumped into the quiet kid. The quiet kid was just having a conversation with Ben. He was just standing there. They were talking about... Like I don't know what 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 was like next on their horizons, what they wanted to do with their lives. Those good like deep twelve thirty a.m. conversations, twelve thirty a.m. That? Yeah, to twelve thirty a.m. conversations that you have while staring into the universe, just being like, where are we? What are we? To what context do we exist? Just those questions, right? Standard everyday existential crisis type questions, and that's when Liam bumps into him. Liam is, like, fairly inebriated, as he tends to be, and bumping into the quiet kid literally meant Liam stumbled back into him. But Liam took it as that was, like, mutually they bumped into each other, and Liam had to be the alpha big dog and talk down on him or whatever, right? So Liam was, like, turned around and like, you, like, like, watch where you're going, kid. And everyone kind of, everyone looked at Liam kind of like, why, why, why are you being a jerk about this? why are you being so condescending? You bumped into him. And the quiet kid turned around and didn't say anything. And Liam's like, I want you to say sorry to me right now. And the quiet kid wasn't one for picking fights, but he also wasn't one for submitting, like submitting to someone to someone or something that's like not respectable, right? And this was a great example. And, and Liam goes up to him. He's like, I want you to say sorry for bumping into me. And the quiet kid just looks at him. In a little bit of context, Liam had a long-term girlfriend of like two years that they broke up with over the summer. Liam had been caught cheating for like the 10th time, and eventually she was done with him, right? So that was very new. That was very recent, and that was very raw to him. The quiet kid looks at Liam, looks him dead in the face, stares him deep into his eyes, and says... No wonder your girlfriend broke up with you. Everyone at the at the party went silent. People near, like people nearby went silent, and then other people who were out of earshot went silent because they noticed everyone else going silent. And Liam's face turned bright red, like some kind of tomato or something. And he was like, What did you say to me? He's like, you can't get a, you can't say stuff like that. I won't let this level of disrespect stand. You don't understand what you just did. And the quiet kid is looking at him, just kind of staring him down. The quiet kid is smaller and frailer than Ben. Liam is a big kid. Everyone was thinking, oh my God. Quiet kid's about to get whooped. Liam's about to take this quiet to is about to take the quiet kid to the cleaners. He's about to get smacked around. And at this point, Elvin and Ben kind of look at each other and they're like, whoa, we gotta step in here. So Elvin and Ben, they're walking up to Liam, and Liam literally pushes himself in front of Elvin and Ben to block them. And he successfully does, right? He's like, he goes up to the quiet kid, he's like, you're about to regret everything you just said. The, and then Elvin, oh, sorry, Elvin, the, Liam goes and takes a swing in the quiet kid. And the quiet kid gracefully dodges it. And Liam was so confused. Because the quiet kid, look, he's smaller so he can be more flexible or whatever I guess but it was so eloquently done it was it was like he's practiced this before so Liam goes into full fighting mode he tries to tackle him but like the quiet kid uses his momentum to like push him around and Liam stumbles down little did Liam know that the quiet kid his number one activity it's not a standard sport he doesn't do normal sports quiet kid would always do community service at school or whatever the quiet kid was like a black belt in karate. He did like Taekwondo. He did every single form of martial arts on the weekends. Just because he wasn't a big, ripped, big, meaty guy who was going to run into you, this kid would destroy anyone in a fight. He was like the, the most insane street fighter of all time. He it would have been the perfect gig for him. Would have been, you know those people that are, like, they don't look that intimidating, but they're, like, legitimately professional arm wrestlers. And they'd go to, like, bars or whatever and be like, five bucks for an arm wrestling match. Like, you put down five bucks, I'll pay you 50 if, if you win. And then they just smoke someone because they're actually insane. This guy should, like, literally, like, the quiet kid should do this, be like, fight me for a hundred bucks. And it's like there's a little kid or whatever, so you're like, sure, whatever. He goes in and flips you over and chokes you out, bro. But, yeah... Liam keeps going though. Liam keeps swinging, he keeps trying to like push him over. The quiet kid gracefully just pushes him to the side, dodges him. But the thing is, eventually, Liam latches on. The quiet kid was doing a lot of kind of like outmaneuvering maneuvers, but eventually Liam latches on. And everybody who is pretty amazed at the fact that the quiet kid lasted this long, kind of grimaced a bit because they're like, "Oh, well, it's over for him now. Liam is just going to outpower him." But the quiet kid had secret strength. He had this, like, sneaky strength, bro, that no one saw coming. And he was able, within 10 seconds, to get Liam in a headlock. Liam could not move. He couldn't do anything. And it was in front of everyone. Everyone was watching as Liam the Great was held in a headlock by the small, scrawny, quiet kid. Eventually, Liam's like, let me go, let me go. And the quiet kid does. He doesn't want to be in this fight. He just wanted to make him submissive enough so that he wouldn't fight back. So yeah, Liam gets up. He's like, he just kind of looks at him, and Liam is like so embarrassed at this point that he legitimately turns and like runs away. This party was close enough to his home that he it was like a five minute walk. Liam legitimately runs out of the backyard that this party's happening in and runs out of there. And uh, Elvin. Ben and the other friend go up to the quiet kid. And they just look at him. And the quiet kid just looks back. And Elvin is like, bro, I freaking love you, dude.